Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 23, the final podcast of this season. And uh, yeah, we've got a new champion, Reese, a brand new Formula One champion. Your thoughts on this uh, new champion? That's yeah, been like I've been talking to you over the last sort of week or so. Uh, we've obviously had a little bit of delay. The reason for the delay of bringing this podcast out is we didn't want to really shoot from the hip just in case the decision was changed but uh, I think we were both incredibly pleased and well done to Max Verstappen well done young man well done you're lying why are you lying <laughs> I'm gutted you're a I'm terrible gutted. liar I'm gutted um, just before we go on to that I thought we were going to put some uh, jingle bells and for a Christmas Christmas no, special no it's that. not Christmas day it's a few, few days away okay no problem. Anyway, well, have you got a have you got a jingle bell? Oh, yeah, I did have something, something, something sort of. Yeah, <laughs> it's not ready yet. A bit of that over the top that would have been nice. <laughs> um. Anyway, let's get back to it. Uh, yeah, Max Verstappen, world champion, two thousand and twenty-one. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I am very pleased with him in all, all seriousness. Uh, obviously, incredibly upset, feel robbed that Lewis did lose it in that way. But, you know, all credit to Max. He stayed in the hunt, stayed in the fight. It was a team win uh, to get him the world championship. They worked incredibly hard. And, yeah, they were just smarter than Mercedes. And they just got it spot on. Hmm. That's what I think. Good. Who told you to say this? This is what I think. <laughs> Nobody. He's got a gun to my head while I. Uh, yeah. While I say how, this. how are you really feeling? <laughs> I, I honestly feel. I honestly feel absolutely gutted for Lewis, but I just hope. And um, we've spoken about whether he may turn around and say, "Do you know what? I've had enough, and I'll go away with seven world championships. I don't need to do this anymore, um, and I don't have the hunger because I think this is really hit him hard." But. I really, really hope he comes back. I really want him even more to get that eighth world championship now. Uh, but, you know, it it wasn't to be in Abu Dhabi. It wasn't to be the eighth world championship this season. When you look at the stats, you can't deny Max has had an incredible season. And for him to have those type of stats and not walk away with the championship would have been quite yeah. unbelievable as well. He yeah. was the dominant driver. He certainly was. Not on the day, but certainly throughout the season, I feel. But he, um, he's not been lucky every race either. He's had a you know a couple of sit- setbacks throughout the season yeah. that um, had he not had, he might have uh, won quite comfortably and it wouldn't have gone down to the uh, to the final lap of, of the race of the season. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, very controversial circumstances. But... Uh, it is what it is, and uh, it is how it is. And like you say, if if it was meant to be for uh, for Lewis Hamilton, it, it would have been. Mm. So uh, should he uh, return next year and get an eighth championship? He will, or should. And uh, if he doesn't, then uh, happy retirement. Oh, you <laughs> smart. No, <fuck>. he's <laughs> no. You know, I don't. Uh, I, I'd like to think that he wouldn't retire on. Uh, you know, on this note. You know, it, it'd be, uh, it, it it wouldn't be within his character, I wouldn't have thought, or, or the character that, that we think he is. Um, I think he's better than to retire now. You would you would like to think that he might come back and it might uh, push him to do a little better. But um, then again, it this situation might be, a, it might be a nice little scapegoat because he's got a very challenging teammate next year, hasn't he? You know he has. <laughs> so because, you know maybe he's just really fearing George Russell, and this this is a nice little uh, out for him. Well, it would be. It, it is going to be very difficult for him. Mm. You know, before he starts looking at Max, he's got to look at himself, and he's got to look at the, in the in the other garage, yeah. um, George Russell, because that's going to be his biggest challenge. His I think teammate. So. I wouldn't be sitting there fucking around snoozing like you've still got Bottas next to you because no. that's uh, you, know. you know and I don't I don't think he necessarily has been snoozing. He's had he's had everything behind him. Mm. You know, uh if Russell gets a good two or three starts to the season, uh you know, it's going to be fair game. I think Russell is walking into that team as a number two driver. However, 
he could walk out of there at the end of 2022 as the number one driver. And I don't, I don't really want to go through or go into too much focus about next year because we will come, hopefully come to you with a season preview where we want to discuss and go into some of that nitty gritty and how I think these new movements, new drivers are going to do within, with their new teams. Um, but he's certainly going to have his hands full. It's going to be incredibly challenging. Uh, but if he's got the hunger and he's got the fight, then I really, really hope. I, I just don't think that type of career that he's had, it would be going on the wrong note if he would retire after this mm. season. Yeah. you know, And, and I, I think it would be such a shame and and such a negative way to finish, I think. Yeah. It would be. And I think uh, for a lot of people, that, that would be how he'd be remembered, mm. you know. You know, you're as, you're as good as your last race, aren't you? You know, and, and that is the, the cruel part of it. So if you finish on that note, then that's the note that you finish on. Mm. So, uh, yeah, hopefully he comes back. It It, it is a shame. I mean, um, we should probably address, because everybody else has addressed, you know, the the final lap and um, what happened there. Um, for me, I've told you quite a few times, I think the best thing for, for, for myself would have been uh, – you know, if, if I was the race director, I probably would have called a red flag and, uh, you know, that would have given um, those guys an equal opportunity to change onto fresh boots and start next to each other on a standing start, one would assume, and four or five laps, you know, two without the without the DRS and uh, one of them would have bought it home and I think they would have um, certainly deserved to be crowned champion. Not that Max didn't deserve it, but on the day both of them deserved it. Um, it's not Max's fault or Red Bull's fault, and it's not Lewis's or Mercedes either. Mm. It's it's down to some crazy decision making. But uh, what about you? How did you see it? How did you yeah. think it could have been bettered? Uh, well, it's f- like you say, Max did absolutely nothing wrong and fully deserved the championship over the course of the season. I don't think he deserved the race. However, he deserved uh, the championship. Uh, Red Bull were incredibly smart. Without Perez, without Red Bull, Max wouldn't have won that race or yep. won that championship. Um, Lewis drove faultless, I believe. I see nothing in that first lap incident, personally. Um, and as far as Mercedes's strategy calls, they had track position. You can't bring someone into the pits on a virtual safety car based on what on you thinking there might be a safety car. Yeah, with five laps to go, there's no reason why someone like Latifi would be going into the wall. But it's happened. Yeah, you know, you 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 don't give up track position on the basis that you think there might be another safety car. So I I understand both calls from Mercedes. What I don't understand is the calls from Michael Massey. What I I've been a fan of hearing this FIA team radio. It's been good over the course of the season. You're hearing a little bit more. It's another dimension to our sport. However, it was quite an ugly side to our sport when we hear both teams lobbying, whinging, whining yeah. on to Michael Massey. No wonder he can't get team team uh, can't get decisions right if he's constantly pressurised from the teams. Yeah, uh, I do think he's got it wrong. I think he's got it completely wrong, uh, and it shows that he didn't have control or he probably didn't have a clear vision of what he maybe wanted to do because that was being clouded by the teams really putting pressure on him. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, well, Red Flag in hindsight would have been a great idea. But Michael Massey had already said at the the beginning of the race weekend, he's not going to have a a red flag in that corner if someone hits the wall. If he then put out a red flag, he would be caned for that. Uh, but that would have been a good call. Yeah. And that would have given us five fair laps, same tyres, new tyres. Yeah. That would have been the incredible finish that we really deserved. No F1 fan, and I would say the same for Max fans here, probably felt good about how he won that. It's It, it feels like a bit of a hollow victory in a, in a, you know, in a way. I, not take away anything he's done over the course of the season – but to win it that way that basically your race director has played God and mm. and made decisions that have never been made before. 
And that decision is that the the cars are released only between those two drivers uh, behind the safety car. It is quite clear that those cars either stay put, and that is allowed, or they all, all eight lapped cars have to, to pass the safety car. And if that happens, the rate, the safety car goes in on the following lap, yeah. which then uh, would mean that Lewis Hamilton would have won the race under safety car yeah. rules. Now, I, as a Lewis fan, would not have liked to see no. Lewis win like that. that definitely That definitely would have not. been an equal hollow victory. Yes, absolutely. And I th- that's, the, that's why when you look in hindsight, the red flag would have been the better idea. The better idea. You know, because... Um, I'd be surprised if I mean Max is obviously celebrating because it's his first championship. But in hindsight, should he be another? You know, should he be a multi-champion? He'll probably look back and go, although the first one was great. You know, these other ones feel better because I, you know, I smashed them out of the park. I yeah. won really fair and square. It's 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 a hard one. It just, um, but it but it is what it is now. You know, it's it, I just think. I don't know. In a way, it gives us that little bit of excitement in the end because they'd already made the decisions. If if you allowed Lewis to win on that uh, on that note on the safety car, it's that's terrible, mm-hmm. you know. But um, also this way is is terrible as well. But is it as much? Is it as bad? Are they trying to get a little bit too? You know. Know, they, they want racing and they want TV and you know like the FIA is it is it getting a bit too much Big Brother slash fucking Love Island? Well, yeah. <laughs> do I, we just want to get on with the racing? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's keep to what we do best, which is race. Yeah, motor racing. Uh, that's a great point. And you know we we know that Netflix have a big contract, and mm. you know you see a lot of taking the piss. You know about. It's all about the drama, all about the dramatic yeah. finish. You know, Netflix would have been having a field day with that finish because they will make that into like a film, mm. f- film finish. And, you know, that that's that's going to be great. And that's going to be great to watch back. Painful, even in a couple of years' time. But that's going to be great to watch back. But we don't need that film no. Hollywood ending. No. You know, we, we just don't – we don't need that. We just want – hard motor racing. We've seen over the course of the season, we don't need the Hollywood endings. We just need to see yeah. wheel-to-wheel action and, and a big That's big it. race. If if Lewis had won that race, uh, there would be probably a lot of scrutiny based on what we were saying earlier about the, how much that, that Max had dominated the stats. Yep. Uh, do you think if Lewis ended up winning that going on to win that race, uh, I mean... I'd, obviously, I'd said to you earlier in the season that it's Max's to throw away. If he loses, he's yeah. thrown it away because they have Red Bull have been the more dominant team. Uh, do you think there'd be a lot of scrutiny about him based on his driving style and that maybe he's thrown the championship away at places like Silverstone, Monza, or you know his aggressive outlook and yeah. where maybe that's why he hasn't that picked up also, the That also, but um, Mercedes clearly up their game in, in the last half dozen races, didn't they? Um, yeah. Particularly the last three. Lewis was extremely strong. There's, it, yeah, it's a weird, you know, life is made up of choices, some without appeal. And if he had have lost that championship, he would look back to Silverstone and he'd probably think, you know, in hindsight, maybe I should have just yielded at the corner or big things like that. Or at Monza when he, he parked on him. He didn't have to do that. Those things didn't have to happen, and he may have won quite comfortably um, if if those things didn't happen. Because at, yeah. at Silverstone, you know he, you know that's where Lewis got a twenty five point like leap. You know, yeah, and eighteen points. If if Max had come in at second, eighteen points. I yeah. mean, there would be no final. No race. It, it would have been. It challenge. would have been wrapped up in jitter. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's so. It's probably a learning curve for him. And next year he'll probably be a little more conservative. It it is nice um, to see that aggressive style of racing, but some of it is a bit over, mm. over the top, and you just think, "Come on, mate!" You know, it's, it's borderline cheating, mm. um, which is not something I like to see. But yeah. I, I don't know. But um, going back to Lewis, you you don't want you don't want him to to finish on this note. He was clearly rattled by Max Verstappen. 
his his race style. It clearly wasn't comfortable for Lewis, but I think he just um, needs to up his game a little bit more, Lewis, in the sense of that he'd have to adapt. He's never had to deal with someone like that Max before, so it's a new thing like him. But if he comes back next year and he's adopted into his arsenal, if you like, the ability to deal with someone like that, because because Max has been allowed to act like that, new guys coming through are going to think the same. So if Lewis stays for another couple of seasons, you're going to see more of them. You know, and he's going to have to learn how to deal with them. You know, that shuttle lunge down the inside and stuff. He's got, you know, he's been done with that a couple of times this season, which really surprised me that that's how he got done in the final final lap. But again, tyres, like you say, they 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 play a big part in it. But I don't know. I think there's learning on both parts. Mm. Max needs to calm down a little bit, and Lewis just needs to learn how to adapt to other people like that driving like that mm. and and we're going to have a, a great season next year you yeah know, if, if these two guys are up the top and they're in you know good cars it, it's, it's going to be interesting yeah which we which we certainly hope we hope for close clean close uh, hard racing yeah. uh, next season which hopefully that we will get based on the new regulations uh, Obviously, there was more than just the two drivers. It's been dominated for most of this season, the, the two drivers that have been pushing for the championship. And it has been the best season. Mm. And it has been a bit of a downer for me, this this finish or the way that it finished based yeah. on the FIA. Uh, I wouldn't, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't, over the last 10 days, it's questioned my love because... You know, I don't want to be dictate. I don't want the FIA dictating things like yeah. this. There's a lot of learning that needs to happen. You were saying those two drivers need to learn a lot. I think Red Bull and Mercedes need to learn a lot. The FIA have got a hell of a lot to learn. Yeah, and and there's been examples all over the all of the course of the season. There's lots of things that that they need to go away and rethink. You know, we know Jeez. we've got a yeah. new FIA team boss, FIA boss. Sorry. Yep. And vice chairman. Uh, and and hopefully they will look at the rules and regulations and allow a little bit more clarity. Yeah, rules are not there to be broken or 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 adjusted in accordance yeah. of a race. I do not believe. Yeah, and there is too much within the rule book that can be manipulated or adapted. And the race director is there first and foremost is safety, uh, and also is there to to make sure that as the umpire, as the referee, that everything goes yeah. according to the rules. He did, he, he did not follow his own rules. No. And, and they're not set by him, are they? And unfortunately, do they they give him the power to override any of them rules as well, don't they? Yeah, and I don't think that's Which right. that needs to be removed, yeah, because yeah. you can just... <laughs> you can have a uh, imbalanced result like that. You know, any if, if, if that is a... Um, I don't even know how to really say it, but if if a race director has the ability to just throw out any of the rules, should he feel fit? That's where max match fixing or race fixing or all that sort of stuff can come in, mm. you know. And 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 it's wrong. So they really need to make it very very clear. And like you're saying, like we've discussed, the FIA really need to uh, hone in and refine all these rules and make it very clear. There's so many little ones like track limits, uh, what we can do when it comes to leaving the track and overtaking, undertaking where it comes back on. We spoke the the week before at Jeddah about um, red flags and getting rid of the, uh, you know, it would have helped Lewis in this occasion. But um, that, you know, that that's that's a little unfair. And also uh, where a virtual safety car, a safety car and a red, red flag is actually warrantable. Mm. Don't just pull something out of the hat. Like it, it must be... You know, reach a certain st- standard or caliber of accident to qualify for one of them things. Yeah. Um, and when a car hits the wall like that and at that speed and and throws debris all over the track, it, it, the race needs to stop. Mm. You know, not just a safety car. So, yeah, hopefully because we're going to supposedly have it have a new season where constructors are going to be a lot closer. They're trying to make things you know, in theory, if their theory works. Going down to the last race, we should have probably four or five people fighting for the championship right down nice. to the last race. Yeah. And if they've got a whole lot of great rules that not only 
uh, us, but the teams and the drivers also understand because they don't really know what the hell's going on either. There's a few guys, Ricardo, Norris, Sainz, Alonso, they don't actually know <laughs> what they are and are not allowed to do. Mm. And they should know. Yeah. And, and they think they know. And they do actually know according to the rule books, but when they see it being allowed or disallowed on the track, they're like, well, you know, what the hell's going on? Yeah, and that that's the call for consistency. Yeah, and because and it's terribly inconsistent. Yeah, exactly, you know? and that's why they understand, and all of a sudden something says, well, clearly I don't understand because you've allowed it then, you haven't allowed it there. It all needs clearing up, you know, rip the rule book up and start again if you have to. Um, and, yeah. you know, that's that's all right with me, but... Yeah, lots, lots for them to learn. They're going to have a busy winter. Hopefully, they come out, <laughs> come out of this uh, yeah. in a position where they're a lot stronger. Um, and yeah, you know, would you want to see the the back of Michael Massey for this? I, I don't know. Um, I can't really remember too because we've had it brought to light just how much the race director plays a role, whereas before we didn't know that so much. I, I really, in, in retrospect, and can't really remember if he's done a better job. Um, it's a pretty big thing. You know, it, should you sack a man for a for an incident like that? At, at that moment, he's had the power to do that. He's been allowed to do that. The rules state that he can do it. You know, he's also got the pressure from the two guys in the background. You know, if you didn't have... Uh, you know, Horner going, come on, we need some racing. And if you didn't have him going, no, 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 Toto, no, 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 you can't do that, give it back, give it back. If he was allowed to think by himself, would he have made a better decision? Um, instead of opening his mouth saying, I'm not going to red flag the race. And he only said that he wasn't going to red flag the race there because of all the heat he got for having two red flags a week before. Yeah. Off both Toto Wolf and Horner. Mm. So if they shut their cake holes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it might have played into Mercedes' favour. Yeah. And it just, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe, but, you know, is uh, are we going to get anyone better next year? Who would you have in place? Will they just get an outsider from somewhere? I, don't, I don't know, really. Don't you know, know, what about you? I mean, obviously because it didn't work out in your favour as a Mercedes fan, I'm, I'm assuming you would probably want to see the back of him. Sack him immediately. <laughs> Sack him no. immediately. I think if if he could understand maybe where things have gone wrong and learn from it, then then fine. Uh, I think if he come out at the beginning of next season and said that I would do it all again, yeah, um, I would probably not feel very comfortable uh, because... You know, it's one thing making a mistake, but not owning up to your mistake mm. uh, is, is is criminal, really. So, I would let let's see let's see what happens. Maybe he needs a, a, an opportunity and a chance. He had big shoes to fill with Charlie Whiting, anyway. Yeah. So, you know, I think we we miss him terribly. Uh, but yeah, you don't you don't want to see a, a man sacked from his from his role. But what he did uh, at, at the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix was, yeah, I mean, it changed history, changed the outcome, I, I believe. Changed history, yeah. didn't it? You know, and, yeah. and that's that's the thing. And that's how it will be remembered. Yeah. You know. So, uh, yeah, but, but, let, that <laughs> sets us up for a great 2022 with uh, one man chasing his eighth world title and the defending world champion going head to head. Yep. And throw in a few more Carlos Sainz, Leclerc's, Norris's, you know, Ricardo's, uh, Russell's, and and you've got yourself potentially. If these cars are as good as they hope to be in mm. following, we may have uh, one hell of a season in front of us yep. in 2022. But uh, as I say, there was more than just the two racing drivers and the two teams. So let's go through how we finished up. Yep. And let's also go through constructors. Obviously, Mercedes, eighth world championship. Congratulations yep. to them. It feels probably, you know, a little bit bittersweet, but they pied the night away, did they not? Mm, they did, and and they have to because you know they uh, they won. They they were constructors championship winners, and it's it, it's hugely unfortunate that they didn't get the driver as well. But they must still celebrate that success because they were a hugely strong constructor. You know they. They had the potential to throw that away in, in parts of the season, but they regrouped, they got their, you know, their ducks in a row, 
and Red Bull weren't that far behind. You know, so it it could have gone to Red Bull. Hundred. If there had been a, a, a double incident with Mercedes, that, that's it. They they didn't have it wrapped up. No. You know, until the end of the last race. So Def- definitely not. Uh, like I said, the the probably the better car over the course of the season was the Red Bull. Mm. Uh, very dominant were Mercedes at the end, the last four races at the end. However, you know, seen Red Bull were the the more dominant team. The faster car, I think they were smarter on the last race to take the drivers' championship. However, Mercedes have been the better team. Yeah, better to, better driver pairing. Yeah. You know, we say that you know Max has been fantastic, Perez has been good, but he hasn't been good enough. Yeah, if he was better this season, yeah, then w- without a shadow of doubt, Red Bull, Red Bull would have been would would have won that championship, and they probably should have. Yeah, but. You know, Perez has helped win the drivers' title. He probably should have helped a little bit more over the course of the season to win the constructors as well. Yeah. So, and that's he did have a couple Bottas. of retirements though. But then, you know, Bottas had a couple of retirements. Yeah, it was credit to Bottas, and and that's really where it swung, isn't it? You know, it swung Mercedes' way based on the number two driver of Bottas, who's just consistently got slightly better results than Perez. Well, that's right. You know, Bottas is. Uh, He's hauled in 226 points over this previous season alone. That counts. You know, he's been there for five years, and you take his points out of it, they'd never won any constructors. No. You know, and we don't know yet if anybody else would be better in that car. You know, it's easy to say, I'll put someone in there, they'd do a better job. But if, you know, if they're they're a number two driver, that can do things to people. You know, if, if George showed huge promise stepping into Lewis's car, and you almost think, my God, it's going to be a Rosberg, you know, two guys fight it. But if he goes in there and he's like, he has something held on his head, if you like, he's restricted in any way, psychologically that can fuck a driver or any athlete up. Mm. And if he feels inferior in any way, that will affect his result. And he might do no better than Bottas. And they'll go, oh, you know, we should, we, we probably should have kept Valtteri mm. because at least he didn't whinge and moan about it, whereas Russell probably would. And But if he goes in there with equal treatment, then... Equally, that's gonna that's gonna rattle Hamilton a little bit. So, yeah, yeah. it's if you're Toto Wolf, it's it's a very hard decision to make, isn't yeah, it? And it yeah. depends what you're chasing. Are we going for the the drivers' title? You'd assume so. And are we going for the constructors? Yes. So, you know, I'm I'm wondering if uh, any seating arrangements are going to make a last minute change around. Um, it's going to be interesting if by the next podcast in the new year we find out Lewis is not returning. It it's going to mix everything up. Mm. You know, I don't think they'll put just any old man in there. I think there'll be a bit of a reshuffling, buying out contracts. Someone else will go in there. Yeah, um, a bit like Perez last minute dot com getting the seat last year. But mm. that might be exciting. Hopefully, he comes back. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to. I mean, it would be nice to make predictions on who we think would take his seat if he should retire. But let's let's look at who. You don't want to put that out there. No. <laughs> Let's let's see him back next season first. So. Yeah. But uh, obviously, congratulations to Mercedes. Uh, commiserations to uh, Red Bull getting runners up in the constructors' title. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ferrari securing third position yep. over Van McLaren. Fantastic, quite Absolutely comfortably. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Ferrari signs, you know, so right there, and and signs is holding more points than uh, than Leclerc, which is. Uh, Great. He's the only number two driver that's done better than his number one. Yeah. And yeah, yeah it's where the money's at. Yeah, it's fan- fantastic. I think he's, you know, we 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 know he's obviously signed for next season, which is yep. fantastic news. I'm really pleased with that. He's a great character in the paddock. Yep. He's a, he's a great racing driver. Uh, he gave Max a run for his money when they were in Toro Rosso in 2015. And uh, he's he's been... Yeah. He's, he was incredibly good, good at McLaren with Lando Norris. We know Norris is a great yep. young driver as well. So Carlos Sainz, if he has a great season in 2022, there is no reason why they would pull him out of that Ferrari. I don't think so. But you know. not only that, uh, obviously we've just had a sponsorship deal that we've heard signed. Yep, Santander. Santander are going to return to Formula One next season yep. on the Ferrari. On the Ferrari. Um, lovely. Lovely. That's right. And also with Ferrari, we find out that uh, Givianasi and Mick Schumacher are also reserve drivers for Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Giovinazzi actually res- reserve driver for Ferrari, Alfa Romeo, and Haas. Is he? He's got three jobs. <laughs> he's got boys. Well, got three, four. Three jobs. <laughs> he's got What's four. His fourth job. He's What's in it? Formula E. Oh right, he's got four jobs. He's got four, four jobs. Jobs. <laughs> jobs. Yeah. So uh, he's going to be a busy boy, which is which is good. It's still nice to have him uh, around there. Uh, Schumacher. That's that's good. I don't know how that would. I mean, I suppose if anything really happens to Science or Leclerc, he jumps in. He jumps from Haas to Ferrari yeah. for a race, such like George Russell did yeah. from Williams to Mercedes. I can't see him um, driving around that Ferrari on Friday practice. So yeah. that's going to be probably Giovinazzi when he hasn't got Formula E commitments, but certainly pre-season testing or mid-season yeah. testing you would probably assume that Schumacher is going to get some little bit more time in the Ferrari, which is which is positive for him. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him in Alfa Romeo maybe a year after next. Yep. Or I, something else. I think um, Ferrari and Mercedes are the two teams next season that I'm inter-team talking about. I'm interested to see where it goes. Like Ferrari science has finished above Leclerc this season. He's number two. Number two drivers finish against number one. That's surely going to add a little bit of tension there next season. Mm. You know, we know that Ferrari like a golden boy. You know, Leclerc might have been top dog when he came in over Vettel, and there was a, now he's got a little bit of karma. I have every reason to believe that they'll probably favour signs next year. We don't even know that they're not going to put the number yeah. in one role. You know, and that might be why Schumacher's on a backup. He hasn't had a very good car yeah. this season. You know, if he's in a better car, he would have had better results. I think mm. that he would have had a much better season if he was in Kimi Raikkonen's seat mm. with Alfa Romeo this year. And unfortunately, you know, um, Sino just come in and he's had a relatively strong car, so he's had decent performance and mm-hmm. results. Yeah. And Mick looks like, you know, very inferior compared to him. But that, I'm very, very interested in that relationship with those two drivers at Ferrari next year, whether or not it's going to stay how it is, because we saw a little bit of cutting and Jeddah, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And uh, Signs was on the radio, make him give me that place back. And he never did. And that there would be enough to piss any guy off. Yeah. But I'm wondering if next season it would make him give me that place back. Sorry, Charles, you need to step back and let him, mm-hmm. you know, that, and that will wind up Leclerc. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, we're going to have that with Mercedes too, yeah. I think, with George. It's it's going to be, that's going to be certainly interesting, uh, That how that how that will work in mm-hmm. Ferrari. Uh, it, it is in, yeah. It's, it's, if they're going to have two strong seasons, I can see them uh, re-signing uh, signs on longer. Yeah. I can't see them getting rid of Leclerc unless he has an absolute shocker. But he's too talented, really, for that to uh, to that to happen. I I think um, Schumacher another season in Haas. Following that, if there is no nothing available within Alfa Romeo. If there's nothing available in Ferrari, he needs to realistically look at his options and Red whether Bull. they Red Bull, <laughs> Red Bull or Williams <laughs> or you know or 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 somebody else. Yeah. You know, just because he's Schumacher doesn't mean he has to drive Ferrari. There's a hell of a lot of mm. teams on that grid, but um, he should be winning races. He has to be winning races. You he, can't. He has. You can't mess that name up. He, well, he has to. But you know, Bruno Senna didn't win any races. Yeah, I know. you know, and uh, and and. There have been some, I mean, we've seen Max Verstappen, you know, second generation, better than the first generation. Mm. Jacques Villeneuve won a, won a championship. Gilles never won a championship. You know, Nico won. He did die, to be fair. Yeah, well, all right, all right. <laughs> Don't split hairs now. So, um, and Nico Rosberg won more races than his dad. Mm. You know, Mick Schumacher has got an incredible... Uh, weight around his neck mm. of his father's legacy. And, you know, he has to be the best ever to stand a chance of being as good or hold that name up. So it, it, it that must be incredibly difficult. I do believe that he's good enough to be in Formula One. I don't believe that he's good enough to be a race winner yet. He's still got a lot to prove. He's not going to be in a, in a Haas. He's not going to be in a Haas. However, my comparison wouldn't be necessarily with his father. My comparison wouldn't be with someone like Lewis Hamilton. My comparison for Mick Schumacher would be someone like George Russell. Mm. George Russell was in a Williams that was at the back of the grid as well. But within his first season, he was nicknamed Mr. Saturday because he dominated qualifying. He was very, very fast. Uh, He has picked results out of that Williams 
uh, even yeah, last yeah. season that we've never that, that no I don't think that many probably could. Yeah. Um, Schumacher has has beaten his teammate head to, on head to heads, but hasn't done enough for me mm. to show that he's good enough for anything better up the grid just yet. Um, still making lots of silly mistakes. We saw one in Jeddah as well. I think he's still got a lot to learn. I desperately hope we both do that he is as good and. If he's not going to get his opportunity up that ladder through Ferrari, go somewhere else, mm. go to Williams yeah. and go up that Mercedes you, ladder instead. You've got about 10 years on average. If, you, if you're going to stay in Formula One, you've got about 10 years to prove yourself. And you don't, I just, you know, we've seen him in Formula Two. He's a decent driver. He can drive. Yeah. We've seen him test the Ferrari. We didn't get to see him test the Alfa Romeo. It was called off, wasn't it, on the Friday due to the weather, I think. Um he can win races. He's a great race driver. Um, in the in the Formula Two, he was much better than Sonoda and anyone else because he won the championship. Yeah. But if you've got ten years in Formula One, you don't want to be fucking around on a Hass for two or three of them years. No. You know, um, Williams obviously were tail end, but they were they were third from the bottom. It was a bit better car than that. That Hass. Well, was this the, season, yeah, yeah, yeah that Hass was the, notoriously shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. seriously. Yeah, well, no, this, I mean, this year definitely. And it's a shame. I mean, for me, it, if I look at Mick Schumacher being in that car is a complete season wasted. Mm. It, if you couldn't have had a – we didn't know at the start of the year, but if, if I was promised a race seat in, in a house, I'd prefer to take a year out. Or just, and, go, just go you know, and do it. Like the most again. recent yeah. Formula 2 champion yeah. who hasn't got a race seat next year. Yeah. You know, he's just testing or just a reserve driver. But – you know, because you, you know, your record and your, they matter. You know, they mm. they really matter. So you don't want to be spending too much time in the, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it's, it's bollocks. Well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he has uh, better results for next season uh, in the Haas. So let's let's just see. It's going to be incredibly tough for him, I'm sure. But uh, you know, it's it's all experience, and and you know, he may get mm. some some big results. Uh, you know, points finishes would be would be a success for, for yep. Mick Schumacher next season. So uh, we hope that we see more of him. We hope that we see a better him. And I think if he can absolutely wipe the floor with Mazepin, then, yeah. then he, it's, teams are going to start sitting up. And I saw Earl Gunther the other day. He's estimating they're going to be a midfield team. So I hope, oh, is he? hopefully he's right. Wow, okay. <laughs> it's wow. a big statement. It is I a mean, big statement. You've got some fucking work to do. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, but, um, okay, excellent. Right, next. Okay. So, ne- next. Right, uh, I've got a quiz. Right. I've got a fun fact. Uh, but I've got some questions. Right. Um, so just general questions, really, just to review uh, the, the season that's just been so yes don't take my piece of paper okay so really just first one is your what was your favorite or favorite race of the season and why it's very hard to pick one isn't it um spa really it was only three laps (laughs) (laughs) um it's do you know what (sighs) i think for for adrenaline pumping and and excitement wise, I'd go down to the very very last race, right? Um, but I don't think necessarily it was the best race of the season. Mm. Um, Silverstone was a good race, but for myself, the thing that happened with Lewis and Max, it, it sort of fucked that race. So I can't call that a great race because I would have preferred to see those two fight for the whole race. Monza or okay. Monaco. You know, but then right. again, because Monza was good because those two guys were out of it, and mm. you got to see the rest, the rest of the guys yeah. perform, and I, yeah. I kind of like that. You know, it's it's nice to to have the odd race with those two not not around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Well, Monza was a good race. So, what about you? Uh, so, my favourite would probably have to be Brazil. Brazil, Brazil for uh, I, I've always liked Interlagos anyway, but to see Lewis Hamilton, uh, I mean that for me, was his best ever race. So, mm. ever, ever in his career. He had a nice helmet too, <laughs> on his head. <laughs> he did. Uh, but that was standout for me. One of his best races, therefore, I, I, I have to say it's Brazil. You know, unbelievable. Absolutely right. unbelievable. So, uh, yeah. 
Next question is, uh, what, who was your favourite team or standout team? Who were you impressed with and who, who did you really enjoy watching this season? Hmm. Team. I think uh, I, I can't pick one team. I, I liked Red Bull because we knew last year that they were, uh, they were relatively strong this year. They proved that they were stronger. Um, Ferrari, I kind of expected them to do well. Do you get me? Because they're they're Ferrari, but they haven't yeah. been so flashed, you know. Um, yeah. And and the McLaren, so I like looking at them, and then obviously the Alpine as well, because um, Alonso's in there. So I I don't really have one, mm-hmm. but if I was to pick one, it would probably be Red Bull, right. to be honest. Okay, you, I would say either Ferrari or McLaren. Right, uh, I don't want to go for the obvious, being Mercedes or Red Bull. Uh, I would say Ferrari has been probably the standout team for me. Uh, because then jumping from sixth in the constructors in 2020, jumping to, to third, third in 2021, that's that's incredible. And I I enjoy both drivers. Yep, I like both drivers. That's probably been the standout team for me. McLaren close second because Lando Norris has yep. had a good has a good has had a good season. Yep, um, and the car itself has been lovely, particularly at Monaco with that golf the livery. Golf livery My God, they need to bring that back for next season. It was nice. It I, was I wonder nice. if there'll be orange, the papaya orange next oh, year. Hopefully. 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 Um, okay, so we'll move on to favourite driver or standout driver or somebody that you've really enjoyed watching this season. Hmm. Alonso. Come on. <laughs> Believe. Fernando Alonso. Come on, man. <clears throat> for, his, uh, uh, for his race win. No, for for just his perseverance in a in a very averagely inconsistent car. Yeah, um, it's great to see him back. Yeah, you know I, he's getting results out of that that his teammate couldn't always get, and um, he's been a little unlucky in it. But uh, I'm certainly pleased to see him back. And but signs, you know, again I can't really narrow it down to one guy. You mm-hmm. know, um, for me, Carlos Signs did much better than Daniel Ricciardo did. You know, in in the other team, so uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be one of those two guys signs it. the two Spaniards. Yeah, to be honest, Spanish Revolution, <laughs> yeah, Spanish Revolution. So uh, it's not the fucking Spanish flu. <laughs> um, for me, would be Lando Norris. Yep, I think he's come of age this season, um, and gutted he didn't get his first win, deserved it. Mm. Uh, but he's been his racecraft, his you know his character. And yep. and he's and he's clearly incredibly talented. For me, he has been the standout driver for me. Mm. And probably a close second would be somebody like Carlos Sainz. Yep. You know, to to do what he's done against his teammate is is has been great. And Vettel. Yeah. Because of not just inside the car but outside as well. He's been yep. a great character. And he does a lot of things off track as well. So yep. yeah, Vettel I think is is great. It's great to have him around. It would just be nice to see him up the top. But he's, he said he got a second place mm. at Baku. That was a great race, yeah. Baku. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Vettel was uh, Vettel's been 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 good. Okay. So and then the final one, uh, rookie of the year. So obviously there's three. We have three rookies: Mazepin, Schumacher, or Sonoda. Who do you think has been the best rookie or rookie of the year? If you're going to give it to one of them, be certainly Sonoda. I think it's yep. a it's a non contest for the other two guys in that car, really. Yeah, um, yeah, which is a bit unfortunate, but yeah, it, clearly Sonoda. He's uh, he got off to a bit of a shaky start. We obviously had to yep. calm him down on the radio because of his swearing, but yep. uh, you know he's he's really come into himself a little bit. Mm. You know, um, would you? I'm assuming you would pick the same. Uh, none of them. I don't <laughs> think any of them deserve it. <laughs> rookie of the year. Rookie rubbish. Yeah. Rubbish rookies this season. Uh, <laughs> They've they've all had very challenging ones. I mean, Sonoda's probably come onto the scene uh, very fast. Mm. He probably in test. I mean, in testing, he was incredibly quick. Mm. So, and I just don't understand how that changed into the first first race. So, yeah, probably Sonoda based mm. on the car. Uh, Schumacher has been has been okay. Uh, Mazepin has been better. Yeah, second half of the season, it's been slow. Yeah, crap. First half, we nicknamed him as a spin, and you know it, it was incredibly challenging. I feel sorry for him sometimes. Um, but, I really do, yeah, yeah. But but actually, second half of the season, he's took the fight to Schumacher and beaten him on a few mm. occasions as well. So I would say that Mazepin, it isn't all bad. 
Yeah, he's an all bad. But hopefully next year there's there's a bit more um consistency and, and speed in that in that house and then we can see what those two guys are actually yeah. really made of. You know, he's made a couple of mistakes as well. Him and Mick, you know, he's nearly taken Mick off the track a couple of times yeah. in an unsafe manner. Yeah. But if you see uh Max Verstappen getting away with it, you're gonna do that, aren't you? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. it's gonna be interesting. But we uh so that's uh those uh, general questions out of the way because we've got time for the very last quiz. Yes. Yes we do. So you want fun fact or quiz first? Do we have to have a fun fact? Yes. Right. Fun we'll fact. have the fun fact last, I think. We'll go for the quiz. Oh, okay. Okay. How many questions do you want? Five. Oh right, okay. I've got lots. I've got ten. <laughs> only five. Five, only, okay. Only five. Okay. Uh you're through gritted teeth he says this. Your quiz is on based on our new world champion, Max Verstappen. <laughs> so these questions You're going to do well about, here because I don't know fuck all about them. So these questions are all about Max Verstappen. Brilliant. So. Cool. He's a nice girlfriend. Yeah. Mm, lovely. Champion's daughter. Kelly PK. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> okay. Right. Ready for the last quiz. Well, I've already got that question right by the sounds of that. Uh, The last quiz of the 2021 season. (laughs) Okay, question number one. Max Verstappen was born in 1997. (laughs) Was he? Yes. Unbelievable. Right. Uh, But can you tell me where he was born? Hasselt in Belgium is A. B, Zandervoort, Netherlands. C, Amsterdam, Netherlands. Or D, Spa in Belgium. Hmm. D. Fuck it. Amsterdam. Amsterdam, Netherlands. Yeah, but it's Zandvoort, isn't it? Yep. Uh, uh, uh. Sorry. <laughs> couldn't, get the, couldn't get the buzzer. Uh Hasselt or Hasselt in Belgium. He right. was born in Belgium. So, uh, although he does obviously go under the Dutch, the Dutch uh, flag. So that's a question zero out of one. It's not uh, not very good. Uh, okay, fifty <laughs> percent. Max Verstappen made his F one debut in two thousand fifteen for Toro Rosso. Can you tell me his best finish of that season in twenty fifteen? Fifth, fourth, third, or sixth? Third. Third. Oh, this is not going very well. Uh, fourth. Fuck's sake. Uh, in Hungary and the United States Grand Prix. Hopeless bloke. Okay. Okay, okay. Question number three. In 2018, he won two Grand Prix. Can you tell me those two Grand Prix? Multiple choice on two occasions. So the first multiple choice is he won one of these races. Brazil, Austria and France. Austria. Austria is correct. And then, so this is for the other half of the point. Monaco, USA, Mexico. Mexico. You get double tick. Two points. Two, no, one point. Two points. <laughs> one point. Okay, so that's one out of three, is it? Two out of three. Okay, here's a good one. Uh, Since the start of 2018, Verstappen has been on the podium in what percentage of his appearances in F1 since 2018? 60%, 80%, 50%, or 70%? So it's 50, 60, 70, 80. Since 18... 2018, yeah. So the 18, 19, 20 and 21 yeah, seasons, yeah. I would say 70%. 60. 60%. Fuck. That was going to be So he scored. Four, I thought he was a little better than that. 49 Focus. podiums in 81 Grand Prix. It's Still terrible. quite impressive, that's, isn't that's, it? That's, um, that's, that doesn't impress me much at all. Shania Twain. Wasn't that so? Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Okay, final question. Question number five. Verstappen had to wait seven seasons for his first title. Which of these drivers also had to wait seven seasons for their first title? Is it A, Jensen Button? B, Mika Hakkinen? C, Kimi Raikkonen? 
or D, Nico Rosberg? Mm. To think of this one. Button. Button. Shooting from the hip. Hackenen. Raikkonen. Raikkonen. Yeah. One. We see him one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, right, yeah, of course, yeah. Fuck it. Uh, Hackenen was, Hackenen come in 92, 93? 93, I think. 93, and he won in 98. Won in 98. Button. They was, were both over 10, weren't they? Rosberg were they over the 10 years, actually. Rosberg was six and won in 16, and Button was 2000 or 2001? 2000. 2000. Benetton, and then obviously won it in nine. So, yeah, Kimi Raikkonen. So that's... There you go. Well, goodbye, Kimi. Yeah. Well, so that was not... That's uh, three out of five again. <laughs> one out of five. <laughs> so that's and, not a good And my very last quiz ever, I failed to perform. One out of five. Oh, well, okay. Okay. Fun fact. Cheer you up. Yeah, I'm already happy. <laughs> I've got, eh? okay. got a new world champion. What's not to be happy about? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> don't rub it in. Uh, okay, right. This is a stat from Red Bull. Excluding the Azerbaijan, British and Belgium and Italian Grand Prix. So the four that Max didn't finish in mm. or were... Obviously, Belgium was shortened. So of those four that you take out, Verstappen and Hamilton went toe-to-toe over 5,487 kilometres in 2021. Yep. So 5,487 kilometres, they went toe-to-toe. And the gap that separated them over the course of that season, if you take all of those kilometres, was only nine seconds. Mm between the two racing drivers. If you start 5,487 and by the end of it, there's yeah. nine seconds between the two. Just nine seconds split the two rivals. I think that's unbelievable. It just yeah. shows... So Lewis must have always been uh, in second place, though. Nine seconds, nine seconds. I saw a fun fact of my own last night. Oh, and that the uh, 51% of the laps this year were led by Lewis Hamilton. 49, uh, Max Verstappen, sorry, with 49% led by anybody else. Yeah, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> so, uh, yes. That's a hell of an achievement, yes, isn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> but that was, uh, I think, yeah, incredible, really. You know, just shows you how tight the, the two were. So, yeah, incredible, incredible finish. And I've loved it. Have you loved it? Yeah, I have. I have. We're going to have a little uh, Lad Brooks bet here um, just before next oh, right, season. Okay. Next cool. season. Is Lewis coming back? Yes or no? Okay. What are your odds? 50-50 at the minute. That's gold. We'll yeah. keep that in. Yeah. Um, um, okay. I'm going to go yes. He's coming back. Believe good. in him. Yeah. Good. Believe. Good. Good. Yeah. Me too, actually. Um, I hope he comes back. I so, do. I do. Yeah. Already do. Yeah, that's been brilliant. Well, thank you very much to everybody that's listened yeah. to us over the course of the season. You know, we've just smashed 750 downloads for this this season, by the way. I saw that. It's That's been incredible. 25 podcasts, uh, one of them being the trailer. <laughs> and one of them, and being, one the of them being the special. This is episode 23, so this we've got is two other. Yeah. Uh, in total, 25 podcasts, 750 downloads. So we appreciate everybody all around the world that's been listening to us. You know, we would, you guys supporting us is the reason we carry on and the reason I'm going to have to twist his arm and carry on next season as well. Um, I'm only, well, I, I, he's going to have to because I said that I would retire if Max Verstappen become world champion. I'm going to improvise here. Yes. If Lewis comes back, I will come back. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's a good idea. Good but deal. If Lewis deal. doesn't, I'm out. You're leaving. I'm going right. with Lewis. We're going to go and live happily in Monaco ever after. You know, <laughs> you know. Excellent. Excellent. So, um, yeah. yeah, look out for uh, bits and bobs that we're going to be doing over the winter period. Um, but if not, we will be back in March. Uh, we will come to you with a season preview. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. Yep. And we'll Maybe that. we might come with like a car, the new car, you yeah. know, things like this. So we won't talk about the season. Launches. Maybe we'll just talk about, you know, the the, the unveilment of the new vehicle. Oh, yes. That we'll um, rain, we'll rate, like them, rate them like we did last season. There you season. go. Yeah. 
Let's take this time to uh, thank also Eastwood Studios and MixMK for all their hard work, recording yes. and editing. And is there anybody else that we have to thank? Top fans. Top yeah. fans. All the top fans out there. You know who you are. Yeah. And uh, anybody that follows us on uh, all the social media platforms that we're on, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Operation F1, that follow us on all the podcast platforms, uh, which is Facebook Podcasts, Facebook podcast? Facebook podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. Facebook I'm not podcast. a Facebooking guy. Well, no. Apple Podcasts and uh, Deezer, Spotify, Amazon Music, Alexa, would you believe? Um, yeah, anybody that, that listens to us on those platforms. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Alexa. And, yeah, Eastwood Studios, big thank you. And, uh, yeah, we look that's, forward to coming back the, next season. That is it. And as per, we're actually going to play the whole theme now. The whole thing from start to finish for these people, so they're the whole thing. Well, we did promise it. There, there you go. So that's. Can it. I add my so, jingle bells? What? Can I add the jingle bells? Only, only now to st- count it in with one, two, three. So, uh, <laughs> hold on, I need to get my music man out back. <laughs> Merry Christmas, yep. and all the best to everyone for 2022. <laughs> I hope it's much better than this year. And um, yeah, so here we go. Are you ready? Ready? Are you ready, please? Uh, e- no. Fucking hopeless. Oh. All season long. <laughs> uh, where's he gone? Oh, there we go. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> you dare. But if you say, just submit your applications for my position to Reese at uh, <laughs> lewishamiltonsbiggestfan.com. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the new year. Thank you. Thank you. Podcast was recorded at Eastwood Studios. Post production was completed at MixMK. The sound recording is owned by Operation F1, a division of Operation Media Limited. The sound recording name and logos protected. All rights reserved. Copyright 2021. Operation Media Limited.